Hey y'all! Howdy! Um, hi, and welcome to another episode of Podgus, the legendary, the legendary Podgus of Podgus. Um, this is episode 87, and you're here with me, and I appreciate y'all. You could have been anywhere in the world, and you're here with me, except... <clears throat> I mean, you you could also still be anywhere in the world and also still with, be with me. And so that's kind of magical, isn't it? We're together, but you're anywhere in the world. And so Jay-Z was wrong. We finally did it, you guys. We proved Jay-Z, Jason Zed, if you're from Canada. We call him Jason Zed here. Uh, I finally proved Jason Zed wrong. And, um... It took us long enough, but I was always going to be the one to do it. Here we go. Um, first thing on off the, uh, on the top of my, uh, at the top of my mind, off the top of my head. Wow. Those two sayings are so much alike, but not really mean the same thing. What's up with that? <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, not to, okay, not to start off with uh, a shitty thing but um my head is swimming and i need to do this tonight i need to record this podcast episode tonight because um i'm recording two more tomorrow during the i just got a full day tomorrow and it's not going to happen and also we're filming two more podcasts and banking them and so you know it's i, I okay between this episode right now, currently, that you are listening to, and the two I'm doing tomorrow, and the hour that I just did on the transverse, which, quick side note, if uh, you want to watch me stream live every Monday at 7pm on Twitch, if you look up the transverse, uh, it's Val Unleashed, 7pm Eastern Standard Time, on Twitch, and it's me! And I just shoot the shit, and you get to see me stream live, so holy moly, it feels like I am, I might be oversaturating the market with just, uh, stream of consciousness nonsense, but, um, but, uh, you know, I, I guess that's not the case if you only get one episode a week of Podgus, and now a new streaming thing, a new streaming show, every Monday just chilling and streaming with me. And uh, shooting the shit, just chatting. No video games, I promise. If you if you assume Twitch is all video game streaming, not me, not me. Don't worry. Um, and so I guess you can't even you don't even know that I am doing in two days in the span of two days I'm doing four hours of talking off the top of my head. So I'm really a talk radio DJ, <laughs> except I don't have anybody to talk with. So I'm just doing it off the top of my head. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot. But we're going to get through this and it's very, and I'm feeling inspired because check it out at the end of this, I'm going to make myself an oven pizza and I am probably about halfway through this episode going to do a quick pause and throw that dang thing in the oven. And then come back and finish the episode so it's it'll be like a treat. And I did it. And, uh... That's right, I did it! Who do you think you are? I am! And that's this week's clip of the week. Did you guys like last week? 
Uh, oh, before I get to that, I should finish my point once and for all. So I'm giving myself a treat when I'm done. What do you think you are? I am. <laughs> do you guys have, have you guys ever seen that clip? That is, that is me quoting a really silly video from, I don't even know when. God, how would I even know that? It's a bowling clip. Um, from this guy named Pete Weber. And uh, here it is. Okay, so let's break this clip down real quick. I didn't even know. Look at me go. I didn't even know I was going to talk about this. Um, I was going to talk about gun violence off the top, but this is way more fun. Um, <laughs> um, this guy, Pete Weber, evidently, um, he got so excited at his, at his good bowling skills. He got so excited that he bowled so good that he just started making exclamations. Um, very nonsensical ones, ones that really under scrutiny don't make it, I mean, under the bare minimum scrutiny, really, make no sense. He said, um, he's, first he says, that is why I did it. <laughs> uh, he goes, that is why I did it. <laughs> because he's bowling. And I get, and so, I mean, there's no sense in breaking down the why he said what he said. But at the same time, you know, even in a moment of pure elation and celebration, you're still, you still want to make some sense. Or maybe your brain is trying to make some sense, I assume. And yet, here we are with this guy who, after doing a good bowling, he yelled, that is why I did it <laughs> without ex what is what do you mean you bowled good and that is uh, maybe he's describing the feeling he's experiencing at in that very moment being like this feeling that is why i did a good bowl just for this feeling and then i think he says double five or some bowling term and then he goes are you kidding me but the the piece piece there was a resistance the best part is when he goes uh, who do you think, who do you think you are? I am. That's my favorite. It's a legendary quote from this guy, Pete Weber. Um, and you know what? It's, it's one of the greatest unsolved mysteries of our time that none of us know what Pete was really, truly trying to say in that moment. And it'll always remain a mystery because he is dead. Kidding, he's alive. Um, that was a morbid joke to make. Sorry if that was offensive. I just thought it was kind of funny. Anyways, um, no, he's alive. He just, um, I think he actually did say, I think he pretty much was like, yeah, I, I didn't know what I was saying. My, my body just took over and I was so jacked up on adrenaline that I just kind of said what came to mind. And then you look at more clips of this guy. And he's an asshole, actually. He, big surprise. 
he like there's there's a compilation of him just antagonizing audience members and maybe maybe just maybe i'm missing a side of the story where they're heckling or they're being disruptive or they're coughing at the wrong times and he needs his focus but there but the compilation i saw was him uh just being rude and a and a dickhole to people but you know you gotta that is right that is why i did it who do you think you are i am that's my favorite um anyways i'm gonna get to gun violence i don't care i'm gonna get into it this is one of the things i kind of wanted to open wanted to open with because it just it frames my mood going into this is one of both sort of a mental creative exhaustion um having written a million so many notes I, I, t- I kind of, every, every once in a while, I, if I think of a point that is good for podcasts or something funny or an observation, I jot it down on my phone or I try to remember it and then I forget it. Um, <laughs> I say, I'll remember that. And then I don't. Um, but the notes that I do write often don't even make it into the episode and I just rant and I riff. And um, so that's good. That always saves me material that I can do later. It's more banking. Online banking, Jeffrey. I have online banking in my phone. Uh, <laughs> that's an impression of my friend Jeff's Scottish grandmother. She one time I visited his home and his Scottish grandma was asking for help doing with with her online accounts and he was walking her through some stuff and she kept she was she was so adorable. God rest her soul. She was such a lovely lady. And at the time she just kept saying online banking, Jeffrey. Uh, oh, I find it so cool. I can't even do. I, I'm gonna try a Scottish accent, but don't uh, expect much. So she was like, "I try and do it, but I can't do the online banking, Jeffrey." And that's how she sounded. So I'm doing. It's like I'm banking material online banking in my phone. And there it is. Anyways, gun violence. Let's get to the point. Look, and this is the clanker is coming in here. Um, another. I'm I'm coming to you after reading up uh, a bit on the on. Of course, it's the Twitter discourse of the shooting that went down today. Another mass shooting in America. Um, and boy, America. If only America could sort of step outside itself and see the way they are perceived outside of the... It's it's just Americans seem so insularly propagandized about their own country that they don't... They, that they're kind of oblivious to how the rest of the world works. I'm not confusing... I, oh, no, I'm not... Um, listen, let me take it back. Let me roll it back. I'm not accusing any of my American listeners of being ignorant. Um, I'm just saying that the sort of the the propagandist education system, I don't know, the culture of America is such that it's just so we are the best, we are the best, we are the best, we are the best, that uh, it often feels like it's left zero room for self-criticism or reflection or, uh, you know, taking an issue like fucking gun violence seriously. 
And I don't think the conversation need be any more complicated than, hey, yours is the only country where this fucking problem keeps happening overwhelmingly. And yours is the country with these gun laws. So maybe fucking do something about that. But, um, you know, this feels, I feel like I'm coming after my American listeners and that is not my intent at all. I just have to voice as a, as a pacifist socialist Canadian, I really find this demonization of anything remotely, vaguely socialist. Um, and I also find this fetishization, this, um, this protect guns by all using any means necessary at all costs, even at the cost of fucking children's lives. Um, I find it very frustrating because, you know, Canada is a democratic socialist country, I believe. Somebody could correct me on that. Um, and like, I think we're doing okay up here. So it's frustrating that you have a decent example of like what healthcare might, you could take an example or two. I'm not saying our shit is perfect, but I'm also uh, quite fond of a system in which I don't have to be in debt for the rest of my life if I broke a leg. I've had so many surgeries. I've had my knee operated on three times. I had a hernia operation. And like, I'm just grateful to live in a country that isn't so adamant that I would have had to pay for all of that. Physical ailments, you know? Bring me your tired and your weak so that they can pay for it. I don't know. Gun violence, man. I don't get why you would need one. Even in the spirit of self-protection. Call me naive. This is where it gets... I'm sure I'm going to start polarizing people eventually. The more I talk about guns. But I just can't wrap my head around how why anyone would need one. And like... Uh, you know... for You say for self-defense, for protection. Protection against what? Another person with a fucking gun. And... It's just, I know this is like a problem that there, it feels like they're already all out there, so there's no real going back on it, but I think the initial problem was the second fucking amendment to begin with was just like, yeah, go ahead, have your guns, and then that was back when a gun would take 10 minutes to fire a single fucking bullet, and now everyone, and now the precedent set by being like, yeah, guns are fine, everybody should have one to protect yourself, now they're like, killing fucking machines now they're mass killing machines and everyone's like yeah you should still yeah you should still fucking have one because some slave owning grandpa in fucking the 1700s said that we should and that is so sacred that we must never dispute the opinion of some old guy who didn't who could never in his wildest imaginations imagined cars at the time, you know, update your fucking laws. I don't get this obsession with the founding fathers. I don't. They, it was 200 years ago. It was 300 years ago. Get over it. They can be wrong about things. <laughs> Society changes. 
the needs of the people change. The dangers to the people fucking change. Wild. That's why they're called amendments. I don't understand you, America. I am I'm I'm currently just bewildered. You're, it's, it's America has is the only country in the world with this problem. And yet the one fact about guns staring it in the face is is just blatantly uh, ignored. It's wild. And the fact that this um I I suppose this shooter self-identified as trans, as a trans man, which everyone is calling him a trans woman, so they're getting that wrong. Um, but it's just exhausting seeing how much they've latched onto the trans part. The very same people who, you know, uh, 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 I don't know. I can already tell it's just going to be weaponized against trans people. It's just fuel for the trans fire. And um, from the start, I think this uh, such a simple black and white dichotomous way of looking at humanity and saying there's good guys with guns and there's bad guys with guns is ridiculous. I think that is such a naive, undercooked, um, outlook on morality and on human perspective that it's silly. The common denominator is fucking guns, you know? Um, but that's why I never believe, like, th this motion to arm, for trans people to arm themselves, I don't know how to feel about that, too. I'm, it makes me grateful to live in Canada where that's not even a consideration, but, like, what do you do in that situation? I don't know what to think, to be honest, because trans people should feel safe and defended and and there is growing anti-trans sentiment, sen yeah, sentiment in the States. But is the answer to that more guns? Why is the answer to all of it always more guns? You know? The, the answer should never be more guns. Never. That makes so little sense to me. I don't know, man. I say mace. Mace is the answer. You could totally decap... Be, uh, uh, not decapitate. <laughs> With mace. You could totally debilitate somebody and disarm them. I mean, if they're close enough, I know. I know. If they're close enough, if they're not shooting at you from a distance. But... I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just, I, I, it's inevitable that when the answer is more guns, obviously you're going to get all these different, tra you're going to have more tragedies with, as, as the number of gun fucking violence grows, it's going to normally distribute and the sample size is going to grow enough that you are going to get every, everyone will be represented as a criminal in this. Every marginalized group, it's just inevitable and then what the talking points are going to be well see the problem is trans people they're going nuts and shooting people like it's just it's just going to get used against us so i'm not offering any kind of solutions i'm just really just talking off the top of my head and sorry to make it so serious but 
I just can't wrap my head around why anybody would think about guns <laughs> in any other way other than the way I do, which is they're bad. They're not good. There's no reason why anyone should have them. Anyone. If you live in a place where there's fucking bears, <laughs> don't live in a place where there's fucking bears. <laughs> I know it's not that simple. I know. And I know I'm literally uh, just using the same, if you don't like a country, get the fuck out of it argument. Um, so I don't really truly mean that part. But like, I don't, I don't understand why the answer would have to be an AR, an assault rifle, when, like, surely a, a species as advanced as humanity would be able to find a way to effectively uh, deter wildlife. We built fucking Metropolitae. Um, we should be able to build a bear fence <laughs> and not have to arm people with killing machines that are capable of wreaking absolute havoc on other human beings. There's no such thing as a good guy with a gun, is my point. You have a gun. You have, you have a violent weapon capable of murdering people, and you have a regular human brain which is prone to uh, reacting and to uh, mental shortcuts that are problematic, and all kinds of faulty human wiring that makes you a potential hazard. Okay, um, moving on, moving on. Let's move the fuck on. So anyways, the clanker of the week is anybody who thinks that anyone who's ever used the words, unironically used the words, good guy with a gun and bad guy with a gun. I just can't fathom what it must be like for you to live in such a simple Marvel Universe world where the bad guys wear dark clothes and the good guys wear bright, shiny spandex. And you can tell them apart and the bad guy dies after about 90 minutes. Uh, who am I kidding? Movies are way longer. Um, the bad guy dies in within 180 minutes uh, because... Morality is that simple. And we should give everyone a killing machine. Um, anyways, moving on. Boy, real different podcast this week. Different vibes. If I lost you on my take on guns, then, um, on the one hand, I apologize. I'm sorry. I hope it doesn't turn you off of all my other opinions about things. I'm sure we can reconcile our differences somewhere. Unless you use the words good guys with guns and bad guys with guns. I, uh, I'm okay watching you walk out the door. Because that is just bizarre to me. And I'm sure we probably, besides that, would not have much to, <laughs> to uh, connect on anyways. So, how did you even get here? Ha <laughs> But, you know, if you have a different opinion on guns, um, respectfully, maybe there's just a lot of shit that I'm missing. But uh, and of course, my opinion is informed by how how and where I've grown up and the circumstances under which I've grown up. 
and the pacifistic it's not a word the pacifist nature of um the way i was raised the peaceful way i was raised but also the privilege of never having been put in that sort of a dangerous situation so i acknowledge that absolutely um yeah i mean i i have bear mace <laughs> i haven't had to use it <sighs> That's my weapon of choice. I can't even see myself shooting a gun. Maybe at a gun range one time. Does that make it me a hypocrite if I wanted to like go to a gun range just to like see what that feels like? And this is the thing. I've heard from anti-gun people that they like went to a gun range and they shot a gun and they're like all at once they're like, "Oh boy, you know, despite myself, I kind of get it." <laughs> Where they're like, "Oh boy, I shot a gun and like I really kind of got it all at once a little bit, you know, and they hate to say it. And that's the thing I based on their accounts, I can kind of understand why shooting a gun would make you feel empowered and why it would be a rush and why it would kind of just be an interesting, fun, exhilarating experience. But none of that should translate into um, fucking mass shootings, you know, you shouldn't get get. We shouldn't be fighting so hard for the safety of people just because it gets some people's rocks off, you know? Okay, anyways, um, if I permanently lost you because of that, then um, I wish you all the best. How about that? An amicable break. Good luck to you. Um, please don't shoot anybody on the way out the door. <laughs> Make sure your safety's on. Safety's on in, in Val's space. Safety's on in the podcast room. Okay, anyways. Uh, let's talk about something more harmless, like the weather. Okay, we're going from something politically charged to something completely on the other side. Oh, I forgot to do a thanker. Um, should I do a thanker that relates to that? No, no more gun stuff. Fuck it. Um... I, okay, so the other day, listen, now that spring has arrived, this is about the weather, I'm warning you. Honk. Uh, that's the alarm for weather talk. Uh-oh, get ready. Spoiler alert, I'm going to talk about weather. Honk. Honk. Um, I was outside, which is crazy. Have you guys heard about outside? So I was outside a few days ago, and since the weather is changing, since spring is upon us, slowly... But it's also Canada, and uh, we have to do things the very difficult way. It was raining, but also so windy. And listen, this is where I think it is truly unfair. It is a crime. Mother Gaia, or whoever is in charge of the weather, if it's God or Mother Gaia, or the tides, or the moon, or the Illuminati or the weatherman, or David Beckham, whoever's in charge of the weather, you can't make it windy and rainy at the same time. Don't do that. Don't do that. Stop it. Don't do that. That's what I always say. Um, because if it's, if it's rainy, then I gotta use an umbrella, okay? If it's windy, then you've rendered my uh, umbrella completely obsolete. And now you've also, to added insult to injury, you've made me look like an ass struggling with my umbrella. 
with it flip-flopping around and bending the wrong way. Just that, what, name a more humiliating moment than when the wind picks up and goes, thwaff, and then it, it flips your umbrella upside down. Because it's such a jarring movement. It just goes, thwaff, and, and the whole thing splits open. And then you have to kind of point it into the wind in hopes that the wind will flaff it back down, you know? But don't, it's just, you feel like such a, such an ass in that moment. Um, so, you know, I, I needed to go to the grocery store to make food for my friends that night. They were going to come and visit and I promised them I was going to get coleslaw and lo and behold, the wind is it's raining on my face and my hair looks really nice. And I think I had a show that night too. A very important one. Oh yeah. I think I had my just for laughs, uh, showcase, which went very well, by the way. And I hope that I get just for laughs because of it. Can you imagine if I got JFL three years in a row? Don't want to jinx it. I'm not saying I'm gonna, so I'm not jinxing. Uh-uh. But, um, let's see, check back, make a mental note. Episode 87 is where Algus announced that she did her JFL showcase, and we'll see if in however many weeks, let's say, it might be like 30 weeks from now, 20, let's say 20. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, episode 107. So let's see by then if I got Just for Laughs again, because it's a new guy. A new guy's in charge of booking everyone, and so he's reacquainting with the whole community and he's coming in and he's meeting everybody. God bless him. He's so eager to meet people. But he's uh, also being a bit too open, in my opinion. He's accepting all comers. And that is going to be tough for that guy. Let me tell you. Because eventually that means when you welcome all comers, you're going to get a lot of people who just started out. You're going to get a lot of people who don't have any idea how the industry works or how to even talk to a fellow human being. You're going to get a lot of those people and uh, the kind of people who will just ruin it for everyone and will jade him instantly. So I feel like the jading process will last maybe a, a year. I think next year we will, he'll be a completely different person. He will have a big bushy grizzled unkempt beard that will have birds living in it. And, and, a, and a nest of twigs and branches, he will smell, he will never uh, shower, he will hate everyone, everyone, he will hate everyone, and he will hate comedy, and he will be humorless. <laughs> um, anyways, shit, I'm gonna have to pause and go back and find out where, what I was, what point I embarked on here. Uh-oh, we were talking about the weather. Hell yeah, getting back on track. Let's get back to the important issues. Um, so, boy, so, listen, David Beckham, if you're in charge of the weather, don't make it rain and wind, okay? Because we can only handle one at a time. And if my hair is, if I'm having a good hair day, then you, you gotta let me have my good hair day. You know what I'm saying? Don't make it rainy and windy. That's bullshit. So my clanker of the week is David Beckham, who controls the weather. Uh, David, don't make it rainy and windy at the same time. Okay, thanks. Um, moving on. It's been uh, an episode of complaints and gloom. 
But this is where it'll get fun. Check it out, you guys. I went to my very first rave. And I say very first because I want to go again. I want to go again and again and again and again. Um, that was so fun. It was, it was at a place called Promise Electric, this huge open space. Um, I checked my coat. I wore a really cute, really fun and flirty and sexy outfit that was orange and shredded. Um, and I ran around asking people, who do you think you are? I am. Uh, which would have been, con I didn't do that, but it would have been confusing because a lot of people were on drugs. A lot of people were probably on drugs because it was a rant and it was unce, 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 unce. It was that music. But I'll tell you what, my, I danced my little booty off. I danced so hard and so enthusiastically and so tirelessly all the way up until closing time, five in the morning I danced. And I had the best time of my life, and this is where it gets wholesome, okay? So thank you guys for sticking through all the politics in this one. Wow, first time I got political, yes. But, so I hope you forgive me of that. But this is, this is the part of trans joy. So check it out. I was feeling so at home in my body, and I felt so warm and welcome by everyone because it was like a very strong... LGBT presence. It was like, um, and I'll and I'll get to let put, let's put a pin in that later. And I'm gonna remember this point. Um, strong LGBT presence, and I was just so I was enjoying the music, which is surprising because normally I don't like that shit. And I danced my little booty, and um, I just felt so safe in that in that space, and I felt so. Uh, it was just such a blast and I and I and I swung my hips out and I shaked my bum and I shaked my bum. I why did I word that like a 7-year-old? And I shaked my bum. But I danced and I kept looking for people to dance with and some of them did. Some of them looked really awkward. I found a gorgeous shirtless man that I came up and I asked for permission cuz I was all about consent as well. I was so good. I went up to him and I said, "Hi." Um can I dance with you? I, I just think you're gorgeous. I'll be honest. I think you're gorgeous and I would love to dance with you. And he said, uh, yeah, my boyfriend's over there and, uh, you know, I just want to make sure it's cool with him. And I said, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to make anybody mad or anybody. I don't cross any boundaries. And, um, he gave me this noncommittal. He said it was cool. He like talked to him real quick and he was like, yeah, it's cool. <clears throat> And we danced a little bit, and then immediately I got the feeling that he was uncomfortable. So I was like, all right, uh, thank you very much. And I just, ba it barely lasted 30 seconds because I was like, oh, this guy's really, I think he's doing me a favor here. And so, and so I like, <sighs> but you know, I felt so confident that I was like, oh, whatever, you know, it just didn't work out. We, we just, you know, but I got to dance with a hot guy, whatever. And then, uh. And then, and then I realized all at once, I, I kind of trolled the dance floor, dancing around, looking around. And then I realized it was like all gay dudes. <laughs> the entire thing was all like women and gay dudes. 
I couldn't believe it. Is that what raves all are? I guess straight guys just don't like dancing. <laughs> and raves are all about dancing. Is that? I didn't even realize this final conclusion at the time. So this is what I wanted to put a pin in was that I felt so safe and warm and welcome because I think I looked around and I was like, oh, everyone here is a gay guy <laughs> and, and a few handfuls of ladies, you know? So uh, I'm sure there were, or there were some straight guys out there, but like none of them were interested in me. I'll tell you that much. And I, it would have been nice. God, it would have been nice to have somebody to dance with. I totally understand um, the Whitney Houston song. Let me double check. It's got to be Whitney Houston, but I don't want to get it wrong. Of course, it's Whitney Houston. Why would I doubt myself for even a second? But I want to make sure I get my facts right, you know, about some stuff. I probably got some facts wrong about guns. But anyways, <clears throat> uh, I totally under all at once. I totally understood Whitney Houston's song. Because I really wanted to dance with somebody. And this is the interesting thing. All at once, that night, I realized a handful of really wholesome, um, <clears throat> thrilling, heartwarming things. And that's just how far I've come in my transition. And I've been bawling my, I've been crying tears of joy intermittently since then. Honestly, it's been like, I guess, 48 hours now since. And I've had these moments where I just well up. And I feel uh, I've come so far and I really love it. I just felt so at peace <clears throat> and and at peace, but in the funnest way of like, I am who I am. I just felt so me, you know? And uh, it was just a beautiful, beautiful feeling. And I was having so much. I was just so filled with joy and I would love to do it again. And I know some of you are putting some of the pieces together and you're saying rave and you're saying dance for six hours and you're saying uh, stopped at five o'clock and you're saying uh, crying for 48 hours afterwards. And I'm not and you know what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to say what you're thinking because I know you're thinking it. And I know you're also hearing me say I was just so filled with joy and confidence and I was running her and I was uh, wanted to dance with a hot guy and I was having so much fun, not a care in the world. And I'm also going to add that my tonsil hurts, uh, really hurt afterwards. And I'm also going to add that my knee has been in excruciating pain since. Because I guess that's what happens when you dance for six hours and don't notice that you're janking your knee around. I think I did something to it and I just did not know at the time. So I know you're thinking, I know what you're thinking. You're putting the pieces together. And I'm not going to say what you're thinking. And you're going to say, but Val, did you stay hydrated? Yes, I stayed hydrated. Okay. I drink so much water. And I know you're also saying, but Val, did you did you take anything else? And to that I'm gonna say, I don't know. You figure it out. I don't know. You, you figure it out, Sherlock. I will neither 
I'll neither. This is my best Bill Clinton. I will neither. Uh, I will neither confirm nor deny. I will neither confirm nor deny the details, the accusations against myself. I operated under the highest of morality. I didn't accept nothing that I didn't know what it was from people that I didn't know who they were. Okay, and I did not have sexual relations. Although I would have wanted to in the <clears throat> state I was in. So anyways, all this to say, if somebody wants to dance with me next time, and I'm also going to put dance in small itty bitty quotes and asterisks there. If somebody wants to dance with me, come on and dance. Okay. Come on, I want to dance with somebody. It was so nice, and I'm, um, but on the wholesome level, I'm saying all this to say that on a wholesome level, holy moly, what a very great validating experience it was, and just how nice and how good it felt being in my body. And, um, that's just a wonderful feeling. And I, I understand that I'm probably going to age out of it. I'm, I, like everyone else, am afraid of the slow march of time. And the aging process. And that's one of the parts that makes me feel a little sad for my plight that I transitioned so late I didn't get to um, enjoy being younger and hotter, <laughs> I guess. And I'm, you know, I'm closer to old age than I am further away from it. You know what I'm saying? So it will dawn on me sooner rather than later. Um, so, you know, spare a thought for that. But uh, I still, I still, I still did it when I did it. That's why I did it. And uh and I and I'm proud and I'm happy and I feel good and I feel at peace in my body and I um I know it's a luxury not a lot of people have so I'm not going to go on bragging about it. But I'm just I'm content in the physical state that I am in, you know? As I was that night. And I'm going to be raving. I'm a rave girl now. Rave ski. Watch out if there's a rave, you might see me there. I only have the one outfit that is kind of ravey, but I love it so much. And I just, it's such an outfit that I only wore it once in public for Pride. I did a, uh, I did a concert, like a guitar thing, and then I wore it for the rest of the day. It's this really cool orange. If you're interested, go to Al Val Comedy, uh, my Instagram, and you'll see. Um, it's one of my more recent pictures. It's this orange, frizzy, shredded thing. And it's, it's just so fucking awesome and fun and I want to wear it all the time. So why would I ever buy any other rave outfit when I can just wear that, you know? Um, because it rocks. And I don't like the stupid restrictive rules on fashion that women aren't allowed wearing the same thing twice. You know? Why do we... I want to wear all my favorite stuff. Always. Forever. Constantly. I still have an old Guns N' Roses Appetite for Destruction band tee that I love and adore, and I never, ever, ever want to stop wearing that, and I'm happy to wear it, so no fashion faux pas up in here, and I'm gonna say the thanker of the week is to anyone else out there who unabashed, who, like, who is on the fashion side of things that is wholesome and supportive, you know, anybody who is in a, in a fashion capacity who 
does positive affirmations. Instead of tearing anybody down and instead of being like that sell out, they will see somebody wearing a thing and they will use the words like, oh yeah, they're rocking that shit. That's them, you know? Like one time there was a non-binary person <clears throat> during the filming of Drag Heels and they told me, uh, well, they wore like the funkiest, craziest stuff. They wore a shirt backwards one day and that made me realize you could just do that. You know, who's stopping you from doing that? Puh, society. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, society's going to stop you from wearing your shirt backwards. No, do it. Who cares about society? Listen, take it from me. You don't need to do everything society tells you to do. If it's safe and legal and harmless, of course. Um, so wear your shirts backwards. So this person, I was so impressed when they were, when they said, I know this isn't original to them, but they said, like, you wear your clothes, don't wear your clothes, wear you. So, like, stride confidently in the things you love and the clothes that you love wearing. That's all it needs to be. It needn't be more than that. If it's not in fashion, fuck fashion. Make your own goddamn fashion. You know? That's what I always say. So, wear what you like, be who you love. Anything that it takes to be more welcome and at home in your body. Okay, um, that's this week's episode. Boy, I I don't blame you if you're relieved that this is the end. <laughs> um, we had a couple of funny, silly moments in there. I, I, I accused David Beckham of controlling the weather. So that's a highlight. Um... <sighs> It would have been nice to have somebody to dance with. That's my only regret from the night. I danced with my friends that I came with. They were all really fun. And that was a good time. But I really wanted to, like, be in, in someone's embrace, you know? But that seems to be my ongoing struggle. My ongoing challenge is, is finding someone, you know? And not to bum you out, it's fine. I'm on a journey that I'm having a good time doing. And uh, if it does eventually happen, if, hard if, then uh, I'm sure it'll be nice. And I'm being so careful and so choosy, I guess, that uh, that's probably making things harder. But at the same time, they're going to make it more worthwhile in the end. Gotta believe, gotta have hope. That is uh, Podcast for the Week. Thank you for listening. Um, hey, put the guns down. Put them away. Put them down. Dismantle them. Throw them into Mordor, into the volcano of Mordor or the mountain or whatever it is. Throw it where the ring went. Because if that ring was the one ring to rule them all and they destroyed it, then you can easily destroy your AK-47 that was featured in fucking Goldeneye that you could pump 40 rounds into a guy. You know? Throw them into, throw it into a volcano. Throw your guns into a volcano. And, uh, <laughs> oh boy, I was about to say, have a good week if you're a good person. If you're a bad person, then have a bad week. But, wow, holy shit, doesn't that hit a little different after my whole thing about morality and good people and bad people. <laughs> but listen, that's why I said it in the first place way long ago. Is because I think it's such a silly thing to say, okay? So 
I I hope you've been taking that half seriously. You know? Not full. Not 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 seriously at all. I think you should be always eval- constantly evaluating your principles and your character. But um yeah, if you're a bad person with a gun, have a Oh shit. See, I was about to say have a bad week, but now I don't want that to happen cuz you're a bad guy with a gun. So what the fuck do I do here? My entire closing thing. I have just disrupted it. And now it means nothing. <laughs> and now I've foiled myself. I'm going to ha- I'm going to go have my oven pizza about it. Um if you're hey, have a good week if you're a good person. Have a a, a self-reflective challenging week if you're a bad person that makes you rethink uh things and also throw your before you have the week whether you're a good or a bad person throw your gun into a volcano so it has nothing to do with the consequences of your realizations about your own moral character okay that's it have a good week um bye guess bye <laughs> <laughs>